1: Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong
0: and Joe Getty, the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Meanwhile, I saw that Heinz just launched three new combo condiments called
0: Hanch, uh, Wasabioli, and Tarchip. Yes. When asked how they came up with these, uh, Heinz was like, "We got draked, drunk and baked."
3: Wow, the wasabioli? That sounds interesting.
2: So I'm just looking at Dallas Morning News. Frisco Indian Fusion Restaurant opens second location. So this combining bunches of things seems to be like with those condiments, or what's a Frisco Indian French, did I say? I don't know. What? I don't don't even know. Run out of ideas? Maybe that's what's going on there. Uh, Coming up later this hour, you'll hear a loud explosion. There was a giant explosion in Ontario, California because there was a large amount of commercial-grade fireworks that were being stored, and they blew up. Oh, boy. And uh, a couple of people were killed, which is terrible, but uh, we'll bring you that story later. It's exciting in, in that
3: sort of way. And I understand a dog drove his car into a building. Driver's license is for dogs. Great. What's next? Uh, that's like the
2: old Saturday Night Live bit, Toons is the driving cat. <laughs> and then the car would always go off a cliff and explode into flames. And they'd say, Toons can drive, just not very well. (laughs) hilarious Uh, headline amazon won't let you read my book some state attorney general might want to look into why it was withdrawn from sale out amazon Uh, a decade ago most americans had never had a conversation about transgender issues true that Now, a question few had asked 10 years ago has only one acceptable answer. Transgender equality is the civil rights issue of our time. President Biden tweeted it just the other day. There's no room for compromise when it comes to basic human rights. Can we talk about that, says this op-ed in the Wall Street Journal. We might want to talk about what policies are best when it comes to athletics, for example. Should high school girls be losing championship races to boys who identify as girls? How about No, never. How about female-only spaces like shelters for victims of domestic abuse? Should women in dire straits be forced to spend the night with men who identify as women? And what's causing the surge in the number of girls seeking sex reassignment procedures in the last decade? Might we want to find that out before we rush to conclude that puberty-blocking drugs and cross-sex hormone therapies and even double mastectomies for 13-year-olds, and they link to an example of that, before we decide that's all a human right? We should take a lesson from the United Kingdom. In September of 2018, the U.K.'s Minister for Women and Equalities launched an investigation into why girls increasingly feel uncomfortable with their bodies. In December of 2020, a U.K. court put strict restrictions on the ability of doctors to transition a minor after one minor who had done so sued the NHS, the National Health Service, because of the irreparable damage adults had inflicted upon her body. Can we talk about this in the United States? Not if Jeff Bezos companies get their way. The Washington Post has allowed its writers to spread falsehoods about me and my work. I'll hit you with the name here in a little bit, the person that wrote this op-ed. The Washington Post has allowed its writers to spread falsehoods about me and my work, and Amazon is using its outsized market power to prevent readers from accessing one side of the debate. Three years ago, the Post ran a hit piece titled, Ryan Anderson's Book Calling Transgender People Mentally owes Creating an Uproar. The second sentence read, In the 264-page book, When Harry became Sally, Anderson makes an inflammatory claim that transgender people are mentally ill. My book made no such claim. I contacted the post asking them to quote a single sentence from my book supporting their contention that I had called transgender people mentally ill. They couldn't because it doesn't exist. Within a day, the newspaper had entirely rewritten the story, removing the falsehoods and changing the headline. Three years later, the world's largest e-commerce platform owned by the richest man on the planet Amazon canceled my book. In a letter last week to four U.S. senators, Amazon justified its decision to delist when when Harry became Sally by claiming it frames LGBTQ plus identity as mental illness. This recycled charge is false now, as it was when Mr. Bezos' newspaper first made
3: it. Wow, there can be one narrative. And his One point, opinion, and it will be enforced.
2: And his point, and it's Ryan Anderson, and we've talked, we've mentioned this book a couple of different times because this has become quite a story. Um, his point that this was an issue that nobody even heard, uh, thought about ten years ago now has only one acceptable point of view, and if you write a book backed by science without crazy claims and mostly just asking questions, sorry, that book cannot exist. Cannot exist on the number one bookseller in the world.
3: Wow, even if you are citing something like the British National Health Service, which is uh, loved and supported and wished for by the left, I mean, that's not even good enough to raise the questions. That's so scary to me, especially because you're talking about little kids. This is, you know, I remember just being outraged when I realized that I could not send two ibuprofen. To school with my kid if they woke up with a headache that was strict Bolton. That's I why I ran parent.
2: into that to the other day, and I'm not sure if it's true at it his current school because he had some. Oh, when he had his uh when he had his scooter crash and smashed his chin on the sidewalk, I was gonna send ibuprofen, so I, he took it in the morning, and then so he could take it at lunch. and He said, "I can't bring
3: those to school," and I said, "What?" So you, you as can't a parent, do that, huh? can't furnish your child a couple of ibuprofen, but the school can whisk your daughter off to have an abortion without your permission or knowledge. It's just incredible and outrageous. And now, if anybody has the the, the audacity, the hatred to say, you know, adolescent uh, people, boys and girls, uh, go through all sorts of phases. They have all sorts of ideas that later on they think, yeah, I was kind of out there. They have all sorts of transitory urges and beliefs. And to have adults step in and say, you're right, you're right, you're right, have surgery, take hormones, uh, puberty blockers, you're right, you're right, is incredibly dangerous. And the idea that to even bring that up, to discuss it out of love and concern for young people just it, it's unacceptable to even discuss. I mean, that's dangerous. That's crazy. Jeff Bezos is a scary bastard, if you ask me. Although I, you know, I don't know if it was his heavy hand in this, but the woke crowd at Amazon got this done. Wow, it's just shocking to me. It's interesting. Um, and you're
2: you're when people hear about that, the crowd that you're trying to win over is going to dig in more. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Don't you
4: think? Yeah,
2: yeah. The well, crowd that's on not... your side is on your side, but the crowd that is skeptical about all its trans stuff and the modern human right and everything like that, they hear that a book won't be allowed that challenges it. Forget it. You've lost them.
3: Yeah, yeah. And, and appropriately so. that the, That's the actions of somebody who can't defend their position, if you ask me. Sure. You know, I've I've said it many times and will continue to. If you you have that situation, you think that's the way to deal with it, and you're an adult, I don't make your decisions. You do. Go ahead, and you have my blessing, and I hope you have a happy life. But there are a hell of a lot of people, including some people I love and maybe even the guy talking in the microphone right now, who aren't always comfortable in their own skin. And everybody wants to know, where do I have to go? What What words do I need to hear? What change do I have to make that I can be a happier person? And some people decide, I need to be the other sex, and then I will be happy and comfortable in my own skin. And then they get there, and it's not like that one kid in Britain who we're citing is the only case of this. There are many of them, many, many, many of them, who get the sex change and realize, oh, I'm the same unhappy person, I'm just a girl now, or identify as a woman now.
2: Make a change less dramatic to see if that answers the question. When I was 19, I tried a perm and parachute pants, Mm. and I realized I'm the same person. Now just hmm. an object of ridicule. <laughs> and these pants
3: are squeezing my genitals.
2: I mentioned the other day at my house that I had a perm. My kids didn't know what, no one, what was... Well, first of all, when my, my wife was done rolling on the floor laughing hmm. uh, and could catch her breath, she explained to the kids what a perm was, and now it just it seems to come up every single day. Wow. That dad once had a perm.
3: <laughs> like the tight little curly <laughs> perm. Yes. Like... Well, yeah, I'm picturing the dad from the Brady Bunch. What was his name?
2: Yeah, well, Mike that's Creed? why I was trying to explain that it was popular at one time among like like practically everybody. Like all the males in the Brady Bunch, the early episodes, they have straight hair. And then at some point they all have tight, curly hair. They all got perms. Oh, that's right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I just wanted like Robert Plant hair. I wanted the big rock god uh, curly hair. My youngest Roger son. Daltrey of the Who. Yeah,
2: my youngest son can do that. He's really yeah.
3: blessed that way. You know, I've got Mick Jagger hair. You'd think I'd appreciate that. It's stringy, it's brown, it just kind of hangs down. You know, he was a rock god, too. But no, we all want to be something different than we are, Jack. I've got live-under-a-bridge hair. But, you know, that's what I was,
2: <laughs> what I was born with. Um, a Giant explosion sound. Uh, Michael claims it's entertaining, and I uh, think it sounds like it probably is. A whole bunch. Bunch of fireworks off went off at one time in a neighborhood. Uh, that, among other things, on the way.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
4: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Explosion in Ontario, California, caused by a large amount of commercial-grade fireworks that exploded. Two people died. Um, there was a woman at her house going inside to check on her family and pets, and then the third explosion there you heard was more fireworks going on after the blast. Jeez, that would scare the crap out of you. Yeah. You wouldn't know yeah. what the heck
3: was going on. Mayhem.
2: How many people died, you said?
3: Two. Oh, it's awful.
2: Um, Interesting law idea they got here in California. Making it a crime to send unsolicited lewd pictures and videos. Uh-oh. Uh, got a stamp of approval from the Senate Judiciary Committee. It's an attempt to punish... Joe Getty
3: would like to recall his uh, email. It's an attempt to call out and punish cyber flashing, which they described as a modern modern
2: form of sexual harassment that seems to only be increasing frequency and boldness. Would this cover Zoom bombing? Somebody shows up with their junk on your Zoom meeting?
3: Yeah, they probably show up with somebody else's junk. It's usually porn or something mm, like that. Right. And and listen, I was sending out some whimsical St. Patrick's Day pictures of my unit dressed as a leprechaun. I meant no harm to anybody. Had a little green like baller on it. Exactly. Died green. I oh, apologize.
2: Died green. Uh. <clears throat> According to Pew, 53% of young American women... And 37% of young American men have been sent unsolicited sexually explicit material while online. Half of women have received an unsolicited sexual picture. Hmm. That's amazing. That's a bold move, man. I get it if you're like your boyfriend and girlfriend and you're doing this sort of thing. I completely understand that. But the just, I'm going to see how she reacts to this. Wow.
3: Yeah,
5: that's uh, that's wild.
3: In what setting, positive Sean? Do you suppose this happens mostly?
5: It uh, could be uh, after bad dates, right? You already got the person's phone number, and it's it's uh, yeah. That's the only scenario I could see where someone would have the information to do that to. But are you doing this
2: to make them mad or to 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 to, to make them want
5: you? It depends on the person, most oh, okay. likely. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, there could just be a. Oh yeah, well, what do you think of this? And then there well, could be a. Uh, I don't know. Maybe this is how some people flirt. I have no idea. <laughs> I thought uh, Jack. I thought you <laughs> said it's, it's online. Huh? That online. What um,
3: those percentages were.
2: Have been sent unsolicited sexually explicit material while online. Oh
5: yeah, so that could include. Uh, so you don't have to have the phone number, right? So if we match on Tinder, I can, uh, you know, I can share pictures in our direct message on Tinder. And if things turn south, and all of a sudden I just start flooding that DM with junk pics or whatever, I, I guess well, that's what, I, this what a weird impulse. There's a lot of weirdos. There are way yeah. more weirdos than you think. No matter what sort of person you're thinking about, there are way more than them than you think. And it used to be they couldn't uh, impact you, but thanks to the Internet, they can. One more
3: reason to unplug the Internet.
2: If you're a weirdo and you're listening right now, if she turned you down, she's not going to say yes now that you've sent her an unsolicited picture of your naughty bits. I misread misread you. I misread you, Jim.
3: I would like to go out with you. (laughs) I don't think they're hoping for that. So it's a punishment? It's a flat. I'm just flashing. You're going to look at my junk. Look at my junk. It's hard to explain flashers if you're not one. I don't get it. Uh, apparently,
2: I'm not. The, the, the last thing I want
3: is
5: to
2: somebody to see that
3: and then rate it. <laughs> Comment <laughs> upon it. Oh, boy. A rating. Oh, no. No. Let's leave it unrated.
4: Okay. <laughs>
2: it's like a new girl. Um, uh, the, the, the charming, funny one. He came out of the shower or something like that he didn't know Zoé Zoe Deschanel was there, the new girl, and she turned around and saw him naked, and she started laughing. Mm. And it really became a problem between him, and she, he thought that she laughed at him because of his genitalia. Mm. She said she just laughs when she's nervous, like some people do. Ah. And uh, But, like, yeah, I don't want I'm to. I'm the opposite of whatever the opposite of a flasher is. I have three <laughs> pairs of underwear on right now in case two give way.
5: <laughs> kind of explains your gait a little bit. <laughs>
3: yeah, no kidding. Oh, man. Uh, on a totally different topic, I wanted to get this on uh, a couple of things I've been hanging on to. Uh, supermarket chain owner Kroger. No shy at winding Kroger. <laughs> Kroger says it'll close three stores in LA in response to new rules requiring a $5 an hour pay bump for grocery workers during the pandemic. The latest round of closures announced since the hero pay mandates emerged earlier this year. Two Ralphs and a Food for Less are slated for closure. You're not getting your hero pay
2: if it's closed and you don't work there anymore. How's your utopia coming along? There's a Steak and Shake on the East Coast that's going all automated. They're spending a couple hundred thousand dollars on uh, pieces of equipment that will make your burgers and shakes and fries and everything like that. No human beings involved. And you know that's being driven by these scares of raising minimum wages trying to figure out how could we possibly stay in business.
3: Yeah, yeah. I was at the McDonald's the other day, first time in ages. Judy and I stopped by to grab a little breakfast, and I noticed at the drive-through window they have an automated drink system. The cups are pulled along by a conveyor. The huh. ice gets spit in them, then the the drink gets put in them with no human touching them.
2: I'd rather have the machine spitting the ice in it than some <laughs> angry worker spitting whatever in it. Spitting
3: into the ice. Yes. yes. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. New York Times has an argument today about the the minimum wage. One guy says it ought to be $24 an hour. Oh, boy. Don't print anything.
2: How would you make that work, bonehead? You wouldn't. What's it like at the border? Boy, wait till you hear this. Armstrong
0: and Getty.
4: The Armstrong
3: and Getty Show. The conversation started off, I said, I know you and you know me. If I establish this occurred, then be prepared. The price he's going to pay, well, you'll see shortly. That's Joe
2: Biden talking about uh, Putin and his phone call. And he says the first thing he said was, I know you and you know me. And if you do anything, you're going to pay a price. Talking about messing with the elections or... Cyber attacks or whatever. Mm, Sounds a
3: little like that bowler. uh, I, you think you are, I (laughs) am. am. You are, I am.
2: (laughs) What? (laughs) You might as well play the North Korean threat to Joe Biden also.
3: This new warning to the Biden administration, she says,
1: if it wants to sleep in peace for the coming four years, it had better refrain from causing a stink at its first step.
2: No stinks. Zero stinks.
3: Mm.
1: And have they called him sect. a
2: dotard yet
3: <laughs> remember they called oh, trump right. a dotard right. we all learned that word
2: um uh, and re- biden
3: actually is a dotard
2: and a report He's came a out
3: very old man
2: a report came out yesterday that russia was trying to influence the election to get trump reelected. iran was trying to influence the election to get biden elected um and neither one of them got into the actual voting system. So that was the report that came out yesterday.
3: Yeah, that was the headline. Although I've got to quibble a little bit. It's true, but Russia's goal is always to get us at each other's throats, to distrust our institutions oh, and question our what, elections.
2: What would cause more havoc in America? Trump being reelected, obviously. Mm-hmm. For, yeah. for, for, for,
3: for Putin. Uh, I think so, but the, the the jazzy headline is they're trying to get Trump elected, but that's not their main purpose. Well,
2: I thought it was interesting how many outlets went and talk about Russia and Russia and Russia. Hey, are you interested in that other half, that Iran wanted Joe Biden to be president? Does that of any interest to in anybody? Um, anyway, moving on from that, Uh the CEO of Disney has just announced that Disneyland is opening on April 30th. So after damn near a
3: year being closed, uh, over a year actually, I think
2: Disneyland is coming back
3: fraction of capacity, and uh, some stuff won't be open, as I understand.
5: Very similar to how they've been operating Disney World for several months at this point. And, uh, boy, the bodies, just stacking up the bodies.
2: Yeah, it's, isn't that fascinating? They should have made a bigger stink about that. Hey, we're on, we're, we have two major properties in two states. In one of them, they're letting us be open, and we're doing fine. And in the other one, they're not letting us be open. And it's all about the government. It's not about the COVID. They should have made a big deal out of that. Partic- yeah, they did to some extent. I don't know what, I don't know anything about Disney and donations and the political parties or anything like that.
5: Particularly from the standpoint of we have discovered a playbook that other businesses can run and operate effectively, learn from what we have learned.
2: Yeah. It's they, so obvious. They often teach various businesses about lines and how to move people and make people happy. They're good at that.
3: Yeah. Well, Gavin Mussolini didn't have any interest in hearing it. Bob Eisner quit his advisory council. Right. He's pissed. That's
2: right. i have forgotten. Yeah. Okay, um, another Biden problem, whether he likes it or not, is what's going on at the border. And the Bigfoot media is waking up to what a problem it is. They were kind of ignoring it. They're definitely on board with it. This is from the weekend. The numbers are much worse now than the numbers you're going to hear in this report, because this was from Sunday's New York Times. So uh, the, the headline right here, more than 9,400 miners arrived at the border. CBS had it at 13,000 yesterday. So since Sunday's New York Times, it's gone from 9,400 to 13,000 yesterday. It might be 14,000 as of, as I'm speaking right now. But anyway, so realize all these numbers are going to be even bigger. U.S. struggles to shelter surge of migrant children at the southern border. More than 9,400 minors arrived along the border without parents in February, a nearly threefold increase over last year at the same time. Migrant children are being forced to sleep on gym mats with foil sheets and go for days without showering as the Border Patrol struggles to handle thousands of young Central Americans who are surging across the southwestern border, some of them as young as a year old. I have to stop there and interject that if this were happening with Trump as president, this would be on the front page of the New York Times and everywhere else, and they would talk about it endlessly. Migrant children by the thousands sleeping on the floor going for days without showers.
3: Well, and I know they're being protected from older kids and adults, so they are, effect in, in effect, in cages.
2: Children are arriving in groups and alone, some of them clutching phone numbers of relatives scrawled on little pieces of paper. According to two court-appointed lawyers who are monitoring conditions at facilities along the border, lawyers aren't being allowed in. Reporters are not being allowed in. They let some kids come out to be interviewed by the lawyers. Um... And these kids told the lawyers that they had not been allowed outdoors for days on end. Sounds kind of like a cage if you're not allowed outdoors. Uh It's an urgent situation, said one lawyer. These children are caught up in a crisis. Uh, Said this lawyer who was talking to kids who were in a holding facility for migrant children in Donna, Texas, that was built to house 250 people, but which last week was holding 1,000. Built for 250, holding 1,000. Wow. Operators of private shelters along the border said the numbers were expected to increase substantially between now and June and said there appeared to be no government plan in place to handle any additional increase. This is from The New York Times, not Fox. There doesn't appear to be any plan in place to deal with this. Some of the children told the visiting lawyers that there were not enough mats available for sleeping, forcing them to sleep directly on the ground or on a metal bench. Many said they had been confined to their crowded room for the duration of the stay. Uh, lawyers said that they were not allowed by the Justice Department to go inside the facility, but instead were allowed to interview about 20 children brought to a portable unit. And Again, no reporters have been allowed. One child told me that she hadn't showered in six days. Others said two, others said three. Obviously, the border authorities are overwhelmed with the numbers. She said most of the children interviewed, who ranged in age from 8 to 13 years, said they'd been in the tent for five to seven days in violation of acceptable practice designed to safeguard their well-being. The governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, blamed the border crisis on the Biden administration. The Biden administration's reckless open border policies have created a human, humanitarian crisis for unaccompanied minors coming across the border. With no plan in place, the administration has created heartbreaking and inhumane conditions for children who are being held in Texas. You remember how this was reported when Trump was president? And oh, yeah. when Obama was president, it was more like this. This has happened under a number of presidents. Way too many kids for the facilities we have, sleeping on the floor, not allowed to leave, being held against their will in cages, uh, sleeping on the floor, all kinds of ages together, not not the safest situation in the world. Uh, Congress needs to come up with a plan, and then we need to stick to the law, but they're not doing anything.
3: No, if you gave them two weeks and they were serious, they could solve all this stuff. I mean, obviously dealing with these kids because they're already here is going to be a tough one, but... Please, make it clear you can't sneak in. If you do, you'll be returned immediately. Enforce consistent rules for seeking asylum. You have to apply where you are. And if you do get into the country, by the way, you can't get a job unless you're working under the table. You're not going to get free this, free that. You can't have a country that gives out free services to people who sneak in no matter the number. It's just insane. No country does it.
2: How many times did you hear about the racist Trump administration? Because you'd have to be a racist to treat these children this way. Right. Only a racist would do that. It's because he hates brown people. Okay, what's the reason for a thousand kids in a room for 250 now sleeping on the floor, not allowed to go outside and you won't allow the press in? What's going on with that?
3: Right. No reporters and, and very few lawyers. too. Yeah, it's incredibly troubling but he sent the message through policies if you get in you can stay so people are coming in in enormous numbers
2: the real uh the buck stops with congress that's where the the problem should be at their doorstep they need to come up with a Comprehensive plan, which I've said for years, whenever a politician uses the term comprehensive plan, I know it means do nothing. But in this case, it should be, actually mean do something. How many people are going to let in from where? What's the policy going to be? And then we stick to it. That's what right. we, that's what normal countries
3: do. And it could be a lot of people if you want, if you think that's right, or. Better. temporary worker passes or whatever, everything is on the table. You you want to talk about a wide open border, it's on the table. Everything is on the table. But we come to a conclusion, we pass the law, we enforce it. Who's in? Everybody's in. And yet it never happens.
2: So who has been knocking and mocking NFTs?
3: Joe Getty has. The old knock and mock. (laughs) Who's got two thumbs and claims he's Irish? Joe
2: Getty. <laughs> this guy. Wait till you he... hear Sean's big payoff. What? On a
5: digital... It's Z- a non-fungible token, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: what now? Yeah, I don't, I don't understand what it is, but Sean's got the money to prove that it's. Uh, it must be something. That on the way.
0: Armstrong and Getty. You know,
4: I'm, know I'm a child
2: it. at heart. I, I, I,
4: work. Work.
2: I were green to work, Joe were green to work, but I don't see in another human being in this building that wore green on St. Patrick's Day. I thought that was a thing.
3: Can I make a confession? Yeah. I just grabbed this shirt at random, didn't even think of It happens to be green.
2: So, really, I'm the only person who on purpose wore green on St. Patrick's Day. It's a culture, not a
3: costume, Jack.
2: Yeah, what an unfun group of people. You're a glum lot.
3: <laughs> bunch of glum <laughs> blanks. <laughs> Mel Gibson, come on.
2: So, when I was a kid, I used to buy uh, packs of baseball cards. You'd buy a pack. My kids do it with Pokemon cards, actually. You buy a pack. There's a bunch in there. You don't know what they are. You open them up, and you're hoping you'll get a good one. And every once in a while, you get a really good one. Usually you get a bunch of medium ones, um, but you're hoping for like a really good one. So now they do it with these NFTs. It's digital videos, and you bought a pack of those?
5: Yes, I. Uh, there, there were literally hundreds of thousands of people trying to get one of. I think it was about thirty thousand packs. Uh, I, I got the quote unquote the uh, privilege to buy one of those packs. It cost me about two hundred dollars.
2: Two hundred dollars for a pack of videos. How many? In, how many videos uh, in a pack? Six or seven, something like that. And you're hoping one of them's a good one.
5: Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. It, and from the reading the marketplace already, it was very hard for me to to just come up. Uh. You know, snake eyes and get zero out of this. It was very likely that I was at least going to be able to get the two hundred of value back. I ended up hitting a little bit big. I got uh, the the rare card, this, the serial number of the the moment that I had matched the jersey number of the player that it was about, but which for some s- reason makes it more valuable. Sure, why not? I'm not going to argue. <laughs> what and, the hell? And, uh, and because these things are all serialized, right, there's only a certain number of printed uh, the, the number one serials uh, tend to be worth the most because those were printed first. The, the jersey numbers tend to be the, the second most valuable. And uh, one of my digital uh, moments, my non-fungible tokens, sold this morning for about $6,000. So,
2: holy crap. So you're going to get hit with whatever, three, four, how many thousand dollars you're going to get from the, the Biden account. And I don't know what you're going to get. Um, we have another coworker who got $7,000 in their account. In the last couple of days.
5: Um, and you hit $6,000 on this. you got to hit on a, a hot chick that's outside of your, your league. I'm sliding into Scarlett Johansson's DMs as we speak. You're clearly yes. on a roll here. What do you know about non-fungible tokens, Scarlett? <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow, that's insane. Six grand now, on a $200 uh, bet is not bad.
5: Pretty good. I, I could have... I, there's chances I could have held out for more, but but I don't you know, magical bean stuff. I'll take the the, the sure. The, I'll take the six grand payout today off the two hundred as a, opposed to maybe some mythical futuristic land where it's worth maybe double or something. I have no idea. Right, right. You're either going to be just so grateful to yourself for selling right
3: now, or kicking yourself <laughs> for the rest of your life. Uh, so here's a question for you. Well, I have several questions. Number one, did you ever watch any of these
5: videos or? Oh, watch all I, of them. The, they're they're essentially the length of a gif. Like, the, the moments themselves are not longer than, like, ten seconds, if that. And do they sold look... one of them for $6,000. <laughs> yes. Do they look any different than
2: when I just watch a highlight on my
5: phone? Uh, they kind of do an, a neat edit where they'll show, like, the conclusion of the play, like, from a couple different angles. Okay. Um, but other than that, no. And this player, was he, like, a superstar or... Young, promising guy, but not not a future Hall of Famer locker. Like, if he makes an all star game, he's overperforming. You know, it's probably not a name I would even know. That. No, Brandon Clark. You guys probably don't know. Okay.
2: Um, any chance that people getting money into their accounts played into how much money people were willing to spend on your. Thing? Oh, the government money, you mean? Yeah. Uh,
5: uh, possibly. Stimulating the economy. It's hard for me to eliminate that as a possibility. Oh, of course.
2: Money's fungible. I don't know if you know that. These
5: challenge. tokens are not. Okay. Non
2: fungible. Yes. Which is the whole
3: point of them. I have another question. So at the point that whoever is selling these things has hundreds of thousands of people vying for the right to buy a limited number, why didn't they just jack up the price?
5: Uh, because the company does not set the price of the secondhand market. This is entirely peer to peer. It is a, uh, it is a, it's It's essentially like its own kind of walled garden eBay, only it's not auction based. You have to just list it for the price you're willing you, to sell, uh, sell it for.
2: Do you know about supply and demand? Yeah. Are you familiar with that concept? Yes.
3: I think that that's plays a, a role. That's exactly my question, though. So these had already been
5: issued at the point that you bought them? You well, bought them on the secondhand market? No, as no, no, or? no, I I opened mine in a pack that was sold. From the from the retailer. Well, part of right. it is, and that- then on the second hand, I I sell the the contents of that pack to other users of Topshop. Right, like, right. Like, Which how- brings me back to my okay. question: Why doesn't the retailer sell them for what they're
3: worth?
2: Because it would blow up the whole thing, I guess.
5: Uh, my guess is their math tells them it scales better to do it this way.
2: So this one thing that never happened uh-huh. with baseball cards is where there's. You know, uh, when the new baseball packs showed up at the Five and Dime downtown, I'm Opie Taylor in this scenario, um, my childhood was actually kind of like that. But uh, there weren't 10,000 kids waiting outside the door for 50 packs of baseball cards to start with. I mean, the demand way outstripping the supply right off the bat, if you'll pardon the expression.
3: And it took me a second to understand Positive Sean's answer, but now I get it. So... The grocery store in your scenario has a couple of choices. Number 1, they can continue to sell them at a low rate drawing enormous crowds or they could maximize their profits in the short term and probably kill the market. Yeah, yes. it would be over in a day, wouldn't it? Yeah, so so the the people are buying them to get rich, not to join not to uh, own them.
5: That is certainly part of the the ability to kind of flip these moments has certainly been a, one of the major magnets to drawing people into this.
2: 6 grand. Wow.
5: That's something. Yeah, Me I am, with my stupid mutual funds. Exactly. I'm following uh, Buffett's advice, too. That's going right at the credit cards.
2: There you go. Yeah, let's see how my Target stock did today. Not as good as Sean's <laughs> NFTs. 1.2%. I don't want
5: the show to be over, but I am ready. ready to listen
1: to the fire.
2: Kind of did a whap dance there at the end. No, no you stopped. here's your host,
3: <laughs> Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. Michelangelo pressing the buttons in the control room. Michael, final thought. Yeah, I'm gonna lose thousands of dollars in the stock market.
0: Yet positive Sean will win a hundred thousand dollars on an NFT. He'll be a video of somebody doing a layup. <laughs>
5: chess pass. <laughs> Positive, Sean, do you have a final thought for us? I mean, I'm not going to throw it all at the credit cards. i got to yeah, keep
2: some in there to Thank splash around because what if I can do this again?
3: <laughs> Dinner with Scarlett Johansson. Right. Jack, a final thought for us? Where's the whimsy? Has America <laughs>
2: lost its whimsy? I'm the only person that wears green to work on St. Patrick's Day? I have a feeling that if I went around and pinched people, they'd look at me like what the hell are you doing? They wouldn't yes. even understand the whimsy.
3: Well, as an actual Irish person, it's a culture, not a costume. It's probably that I've poked my finger into people's chest for years, telling them, take off that leprechaun hat. It's demeaning. And it has ended St. Patrick's Day fun.
2: I would no more show up to work on St. Patrick's Day without something green on than, than than I don't know what. Than something I'm also unlikely
3: to do. You're going to wear a sombrero at Cinco de, May- de-, de-, de Mayo. <laughs> Absolutely. Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> Fifth of Mayonnaise. Um,
2: but, uh, man, one of the biggest drinking holidays. The the bars aren't open with people uh, drinking the green beer and stumbling outside and puking in Ubers. None of that stuff is going to be happening tonight. And Drink
3: like I do. At home, in the dark,
2: mumbling angrily. The Spring Breakers will be doing it. We have our Spring Break girl. We like her. Our Spring Break girlfriend. No. Armstrong and Getty, wrapping
3: up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people who thanks so a little time go to armstrongandgetty.com. All of those clicks and videos and articles, and they're all there at armstrongandgetty.com. Under if you're trying to
1: have a good time, just come no matter way
3: That's right. Yeah, that's good advice. Uh, you can email us, mailbag <laughs> at armstrongandgetty.com.
2: Yeah, we did some good stuff today, and we did post it at the website, so check it out. We have to do another show tomorrow, no matter how hung we are, hungover we are. You know, just sweating green beer. See you then. Ugh. God bless America
3: there'll be order
2: in the house and when it's over it is over it is over yeah it's just complete utter nonsense so let's just dispense with that fundamental foundationally nonsense that is the
1: climax of foolishness
3: figure it
0: out
1: or get off the podium as the athletes would say we've left it all in the field when it comes on for you to go you have to go
0: (laughs) go away
3: I i can't 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 so which one did i say how many times just there
0: armstrong and getty
1: information.